Good evening. Welcome to Friendship Radio and to the grand march through life. My name is James Huey, facilitator of the Friendship Personal Retreat Program here in Galveston and on ships cruising seas throughout the world. Offering the gift of listening hospitality, I invite you to join me here on KGBC, Friendship Radio for Southeast Texas, as we explore topics to enrich the quality of your life. Power for positive living and friendship. And so it is good to have you here on this delightful Thursday evening. We appreciate your kindness in joining us here at AM 1540. We're going to be live tonight here on KGBC on this Thursday evening. I do invite you to join me here because we're going to do something different this evening. Since we initiated and inaugurated this program in January, we've had a guest. However, there seemed to be some kind of response that perhaps we could try a program where I could talk directly to you. So often, whenever two people are on the radio talking to each other and you are listening in from your place, wherever you happen to be hearing this broadcast, there is a tendency sometimes to feel like there is a passivity and a tendency to kind of not react directly. Well, one of the things that I really wanted to do when we first started this program was to try and involve things that would be important to you. I really appreciated all of you who have been kind enough to write me, who have been kind enough to call me at Friendship House here in Galveston, and be able to get what you think is important for your personal growth. Well, one of the things that seemed to me was we were not getting a chance to talk directly on the air. And just like Galveston Night Talk, which has concluded a very fascinating and very interesting program between two highly intelligent, well-versed individuals, there are other variations of talk radio, and I believe one of the things we want to do here at KGBC is explore program possibilities. So I said, why not take one Thursday night and experiment with a philosophy of just talking to you? Several people have asked me periodically in the last number of weeks exactly what is a life novel. Here on the air, I use it as the script that you and I write for our lives. Now, that sounds kind of theoretical, but what does it mean in actual applied steps? To me, life novel basically has three questions, and they tend to be kind of existential in nature, but they come down to very basic components. And the first question is, who am I on this earth? The second question that I tend to encourage people to explore is, what am I doing here? Who am I as a person, and what am I doing here on earth in this particular life, in this particular set of circumstances? And then, of course, who are the rest of the people, and how do we relate? So I've got myself focused on three particular components. Who am I? Then what am I doing here? And who are the rest of these people, and how in the world do we relate with each other? And this, whether it turns in personal relationships, or whether we're talking about career, or whether we're talking about any aspect of our lives, generally can fit within answering and exploring these three questions. Now, I believe that friendship, one of its major components in the area of exploring yourself, is exploring the messages that you and I have developed over our lifetime. 
exploring the messages that answer these questions. We've always stressed that your life novel is not the same as my life novel. Each one of us is the author of a distinct novel that we write each and every day. And we write a new chapter continually. These chapters can be very brief chapters or they can be long, ongoing chapters, roles and images that we have developed as children, and we are still on the stage of life living them out. Let's take each one of those questions and give some examples of how you might do some exploring in understanding yourself. For example, who am I? If I ask you that question, who are you, and you take some words to describe who you are, what words would you use to describe? You have a rich, diverse collection of words here in the English language, and yet there are certain words that would jump to your mind the moment I would ask you the question, who are you? Someone might say, I'm a winner. Someone else might say, I'm a loser. Just by picking out those particular labels, they determine how we will feel about ourselves. They will determine what we think about ourselves. They will determine our attitude toward ourselves. And once we've determined this as a attitude or feelings or thoughts, then that will determine our particular behavior as we live each day. And we do interrupt that particular thought pattern by asking, who are you? Tomorrow morning, I'm going to wake up with the I am a winner label. I'm going to define myself as a winner. I believe that Friday will be a different day than if I wake up tomorrow morning and I make the definition, I am a loser. I don't care what else happens to me. My definition of how I am when I wake up will have a lot to do with determining whether Friday is the 13th in the truest sense of the word or it becomes a valid day that is rich and encouraging and positive and healthy for me. I can use other labels for myself, and they will determine how I live each hour of the 24 that I am given. For example, I might use the word, I'm a competitor. That certainly is different than saying I'm a non-competitor. If I were to ask you, who are you? If you use the word competitor, that's different than saying a non-competitor. Another labels, I'm a teacher, I'm a workman, I'm lovable. And believe me, that's a different than saying I'm unlovable, or I'm lovable with conditions, or I'm lovable if I make enough money today. Each of those definitions of ourselves will determine a lot with how we get through the day. If I define myself as being successful, that's different than if I define myself as being unsuccessful. If I see myself as a learner, as versus a non-learner. If I see myself as a problem solver instead of a non-problem solver. Or if I just see myself as being a big problem. These are definitions. So when I ask you the question in your writing of your life novel, who are you? You choose the words that will pretty much determine what script you will write for each and every single day. What am I doing here? Why am I getting up? Is it to eat? Well, that's entirely different than if I say I'm getting up to work or if or I'm getting up to be helpful. I'm getting up to love people. I'm getting up to allow myself to be loved by others. I'm getting up to being a rescuer. 
I'm getting up so that my day can be happy. I'm getting up so I can make changes in myself. Our purpose, as we define it, will determine how Friday is and the type of script that you will write for your particular day. And the third question we ask, what about relating to all the rest of the people in the world? Do I relate to people conditionally? In other words, if they do certain things right, then we're going to have a good day. And if they don't do certain things right, I'm going to have a lousy day. Do I relate to people comfortably? Or do I feel uncomfortable around people? Do I see it as facing the world bravely? Do I interact with people joyously, nervously, friendly? Any number of words that I choose in interacting with the rest of the people in my world. The point of all of this is that we develop the skill to learn to listen to ourselves. What messages are we giving ourselves about who we are, what we're doing here, and the rest of the people in our environment? Once we learn how to listen to those messages, then we're in a capability of being able to make choices, hopefully healthy, positive choices for our daily lives. And that's what basically I mean by being an author of a life novel. I wanted to share with you something that I thought was really one of the most delightful short pieces, and I share it with you because it comes along with how in the world we actually do live our lives. I know most of you have had a chance to read Ann Landers, and a lot of things Ann says are very, very practical and applied. She did an article called A Short Course in Human Relations, and it says the six most important words in English language, according to Ann Landers, are... I was wrong. Please forgive me. The five most important words, you did a good job. The four most important words, what is your opinion? The three most important words, can I help? The two most important words, thank you. The one most important word, you. And the least important word, I. Now, that I think is particularly interesting because we like to talk about us. And this almost puts us in direct dichotomy with the dialoguing with other people. One of the joys of personal retreating and of the whole concept of friendship is saying, you are important, and this is an important word, and we make a contract to listen to what you have to say. Because most of the world that you are dialoguing with is interested in talking about things that are important to them. But if you want to strive to improve relationships with others, then being able to say, good job, what is your opinion, can I help you, thank you, focusing on the other person helps them feel better about themselves. That's just a little short course that came from Ann Landers, and we'll let you use it for whatever you feel can be helpful. I do thank all of you for listening in here on KGBC this evening, AM 1540, Friendship Radio for Galveston County. I do hope that this program and our other programs have provided a valuable resource as you write your life novel and make the choices for your day. And I hope you'll join me again here on Friendship Radio for Southeast Texas, KGBC, AM 1540, as we continue each Thursday to explore topics to enrich the quality of your life. 
power for positive living and friendship. This is your friend and host, James Huey. Until next Thursday, good night.